Good morning, everybody. Thank you for joining me this morning. Go ahead and get your Bible, and we'll be back in the 112th Psalm this morning, picking up in the second verse, Psalm 112, verse 2. We'll be starting there today, so if you will go ahead and like and share the post as you're finding your place or getting out your phone or tablet, and we will pick up there. Again, this psalm is a what we call a twin to Psalm 111, and uh, the psalmist is um, describing um, really how to have uh, happiness, how to have joy, um, and true joy and true happiness. Um, you know, a lot of people have what they think is happiness. Um, they're happy for a season. Uh, they're happy. Uh, their happiness depends on um, their the, the stock market, whether it's up or down. Their happiness depends on their health. Um, but true happiness, true joy, and uh, how to make it last. And so uh, that's what he is uh, sharing with us today and um, kind of the, the, the way to get there, the benefits of, uh, of having that kind of joy. Again, we've pretty well already seen his uh, opinion in verse uh, 111 or chapters 111 and then uh, 112 both in their beginning. Uh, in the end of 111 and the beginning of 112, uh, the psalmist shares with us that uh, that joy, that peace, that happiness, that uh, blessedness, as it's described in uh, in uh, the Old Testament, uh, comes from fearing the Lord. And again, putting the Lord in his rightful position, putting him where he belongs, delighting in his commandments. In verse 2, he tells us that if a person does that, uh, he says, then his seed shall be mighty upon the earth, the generation of the upright shall be blessed. Now, we have to be very careful um, here in uh, in dealing with uh, with this verse, uh, this um, this Old Testament uh, passage that is describing um, earthly blessings for um, obedience. We need to be careful to remember uh, that this is uh, the Old Testament. And in the Old Testament, under the Old Covenant, uh, men were promised uh, that uh, they were promised uh, material uh, blessings. They were promised uh, domestic good uh, uh, blessings on their home, their family, their well-being, their, um, their, their, their flocks for uh, their obedience uh, to the the covenant. Now, in the New Testament, we are not promised um, a um, uh, what is the the phrase quid pro quo uh, that if we do obedience, then we automatically uh, will receive uh, material 
prosperity. Um, the Bible makes that um, very uh, clear. The New Testament makes that extremely uh, clear. But um, we do have a more general um, idea of the Lord blessing his people, uh, of the Lord taking care uh, of his people, um, and we do have some promises uh, that we can uh, rely on, that we can uh, count on. We don't operate under the same uh, covenant, the same agreement uh, that these Old Testament uh, characters did. There were uh, definite um, material blessings uh, connected to uh, being obedient uh, to the uh, covenant with Abraham or the covenant with Moses um, that uh, that were uh, again uh, there, and so uh, we have to be cautious in how we're going to uh, to understand uh, what he has to say here. Uh, again, when he says his seed uh, shall be mighty upon the earth, the generation of the upright shall be blessed. Who's he talking about? He's talking about the man that. The Lord, the man that delights greatly uh, in his commandments. Well, uh, we know uh, as we look in our day, as we look into uh, our experience in the New Testament, in the New Covenant, uh, we all know uh, some really good parents uh, who have some really um, not headed children. And on the other hand, we know some parents who uh, have not been very good parents uh, whose children uh, turn out well. And that brings us to example uh, of the book uh, of Proverbs when it says, Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old he will not depart from it. Um, we have to understand there's a difference in a principle and a proverb. Uh, a principle uh, would be that this is um, always without fail. A proverb is that this is a general statement, uh, that if we will fear the Lord, if we will delight greatly in his commandments, if we will train up a child in the way he should go, generally speaking, uh, godly parents produce uh, godly children. Uh, and so, uh, again, I, I think uh, that being said, uh, again, I, I'm certain there are people listening uh, in today, watching today, uh, who are saying, um, I, you know, I raised my child in church. I did everything I could. Uh, I taught them right. I've lived for the Lord. Um, what happened? Well, what happened is your child determined and decided uh, to go against your teaching. Um, just plain and simple. Your child was deceived, um, and uh, Satan has led them astray. Uh, but generally speaking, uh, what we have uh, here is, again, a proverb. Uh, it is a, uh, a general statement uh, that if we will be obedient, if we will delight in his commands, then there are 
blessings uh, attached to that, uh, that there are uh, good things that come uh, out of being uh, a servant uh, of God. Certainly, uh, I think most of us would say if I had to choose uh, between raising my child in the fear and admonition of the Lord uh, and raising my child without that biblical uh, teaching and, and principle, uh, I'll take my chance uh, on raising them uh, according to the Word of God. Uh, I'll take a chance. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna go that route. I, I figure I've got a better, uh, better chance of uh, of my children uh, turning out uh, correct. And so, uh, what we have here for us is again, uh, and this and this is a very difficult um, thing to do is deal with passages like this from the Old Testament. Uh, and bring them into uh, our, uh, again, our uh, setting to move from a pre-Christ Old Testament uh, system of, of Judaism uh, and try to take those texts and, and consider them uh, in light of uh, the New Testament. And so we have to be very uh, cautious in how uh, we uh, handle these and, and teach these, that we don't just uh, try to offer up some blanket um, statement that if you'll uh, do right and keep the commandments, your children will turn out good. Um, if you do right, if you live by His commandments, if you fear the Lord, uh, generally speaking, uh, you will be content. Again, it comes back uh, to that difference I was talking about, um, I believe, the day before yesterday, uh, in joy and happiness. Uh, when, you, uh, when you have that, uh, that, that blessed word that he uses there, that happiness uh, that he uses there, again, um, it is, uh, again, there's a lot of, um, a lot of words um, that uh, English words that kind of describe uh, that um, that idea of being blessed, it's contentment, uh, it's joy, it's peace, it's satisfaction. Uh, it is uh, both inward uh, and outward. Uh, and so what uh, I think the real principle for us to draw away from this text this morning uh, is that if we're being obedient, if we fear the Lord, delight in his commandments, uh, then we uh, can have joy and peace no matter uh, the situation and no matter uh, the circumstance, no matter what life uh, throws uh, our way, no matter what um, what goes uh, wrong, no matter what doesn't uh, go according to plan, we can still have the peace and joy uh, that uh, comes from serving Him and from knowing Him. And so, uh, again, just uh, keep that in mind when you're, you're looking at some of these Old Testament texts. Again, um, they were written to a group of people uh, in a different environment, but we can take some generalities from it. Uh, and remember uh, that God does reward uh, his people uh, who are obedient.
who uh, who delight, he says, in his uh, commandments. And so uh, whatever you come up against today, uh, whatever you face, you continue uh, to trust the Lord. You continue to delight in him, put your faith and confidence in him, and he will uh, take care uh, of his people. Have a great day. We'll see you back here tomorrow morning.